Hey guys, just wanted to remind you that we now have an Instagram page. Follow me at CF Lady Podcast. All right, see you there. Hi everyone, thank you so much for listening. Please help me grow the audience for this podcast by subscribing, reviewing, and rating it. It will allow others to find it and join us. Thank you so much. Hey, CrossFit ladies, Lita here, welcoming you to episode nine. Today, we're going to be talking about CrossFit for our mental health. Um, I don't know about you, but I often see statements um, on social media about people saying that they enjoy CrossFit as a way to like boost our mood, um, get them into um, a better health, uh, mental health space for the rest of their day. Uh, I know I certainly feel that way. I Once I get out and I do my workout, I come uh, back home and I I feel already productive and I feel really good about my day. Um, So I think a lot of people feel the same. So we're going to talk about, you know, how it does that for us. Um, I want to share with you a very famous quote from Greg Glassman. He said, the greatest adaptation takes place between the ears um, as it relates to CrossFit. And um, we'll dive dive into that and see why that is. one of the things that we know about going in to do our workouts is that it's it's one hour that we have where we have zero distractions from the outside world, right? We we put our phones aside. We have one hour where we're our you know our coach is giving us direction. You know we have the music going. We have kind of our assigned workout for the day. And we're focused. And I think it's refreshing because I feel like our lives are so busy. Um, and so, mm, what's the word? I was going to say distractible. Like for me, once I get in the door, I have a million things happening. You know, I, I'm checking my emails. Um, I'm on my my phone, you know, texts. Um, you know, we have kids asking different, having different needs, all of that. So, um it's the one hour, the one hour in our box is really wonderful because we are present, right? It's, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're focused on the one thing and on each other. So we have that community. So not only do we have this hour car right for us, but then we have other people that we're with who are like-minded, who are our friends, who are supportive. And um, so, yeah, I mean, already these two things are, are awesome for, for us in our mental health game. Um, the third component to this is our own minds, right? So we have, um, we can approach that morning, that hour, uh, you know, in different ways based on the running tapes that we have in our minds. And this is kind of what I wanted to get into today uh, because the other things, you know, the hour that we're given at the box that's kind of out of our control to some degree, and as well as that, the community that's just kind of external, but the internal aspect, which is the running tapes that we have in our minds, that's something that we control. And I wanted to get into that. I wanted to to talk about what are we telling ourselves while we're in the box Um, or even before we go in, right? So if you're looking at the wad the night before, what are the messages that you're telling yourself about how you're going to perform, what you perceive as, um, uh, as being your, 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 your strengths and weaknesses going in the next day to perform the WAD, right? So, um, and the reason why, that, why that's important is I believe that these mental tapes are really kind of the key to our success or our failures um, in CrossFit 
And not only that, I would venture to say that that mindset also carries us through outside of the box as well, right? So um, most of you have probably heard of the term self-fulfilling prophecy. And what that is, is basically when we are having a thought about, uh, you know, our uh, how we're going to perform at something negatively or positively. And in effect, it manifests itself, right? It actually happens the way we believe it to, to happen. So if you're already going in with the idea that you're not going to do well at a workout, I would say more than likely that's going to come true. You You are not going to do the best. Um, and uh, I know an exact quick example of this is that some strength days, um, you know, I, you know, have had the, the idea, you know, I'm, I'm just not going to be able to bench press this amount of weight. And um, I, I do, I feel like I've, I've set myself up for not doing a good job. Um, on the flip side, there have been times where I've lost count of how much weight I actually have on the bar and have actually lifted that weight and surprised myself and thought, wow, I never would have thought that I would have been able to do that. And so those are two examples of, you know, on the on the, the first example of, of me limiting myself by already thinking there's no way I can do it. And the other example of me actually being able to do it because I didn't have a conscious thought about it. I had all had not placed a uh, a limitation on myself. And so therefore was surprisingly able to get that weight off. So that's kind of a an example of that. Um, another negative thing that could happen at the box is comparison, right? Unfortunately, as humans, I think we do a lot of comparison to other people. It's inevitable. Um, I think sometimes if you're not one of the people that's at the 5 a.m. or 5.30 a.m. class and you're coming in and you're seeing the list of people that have already done the WAD, you might be tempted to compare yourselves in a negative way to people that have completed it, you know, looking at their weights or looking at their time and thinking there's no way I can beat that person. Um, obviously, that's not what the whiteboard information is there for. It's there as a reference. But um, but we are creatures that use comparisons and sometimes in a negative way um, and that can affect us uh, in our performance, right? If we feel like we're just never going to, we're just never going to uh, perform um, as well as other people, we might already start off the wad in, in kind of like a, a half-hearted way, if you will. So it's really important to clean up our act, right? To clean up that tape that we have uh, playing in our minds. And, um, and how can we do this? I, you know, I feel like sometimes we come from places that we already have had negative uh, messaging playing in our minds over and over again. And so some of that is kind of deep rooted. And, um, and I think you, you have to do the work to really acknowledge those and, and see if you can change that. Sometimes we don't have um, we don't have the words to 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 ingrain into our minds to um, give us those positive affirmations or those positive messages. And I'm going to give you an example. So I um, started writing about my weight loss journey. I hope that maybe one day I can. I uh, know I have a lofty goal of perhaps one day writing a book. So I started writing about my weight loss journey and um, I work on it every one, every now and again. 
I haven't looked at it in a few months, but one thing that stuck out with me is this paragraph that I'm about to read to you. Um, By way of background, it's at a time when I just started Weight Watchers, and I'm talking about um, how it affected my, um, the way I thought, uh, yeah, basically my thinking. All right, so let me just get into it. Here's what I said. One thing that I really liked about the in-person meetings is that they would start with the speaker asking attendees to share the weight loss from the prior week. Some had big losses, others just fractions of a pound. Regardless, everyone was applauded and received encouragement. This felt good to me. I really needed encouragement because I felt very vulnerable at this time. I was at a low point in that area of my life, so affirmations from others were important since I could not create those affirmations for myself. I did not yet have the language and write sentiments to encourage and motivate myself. Sometimes you need others to model and give you those words that you cannot record in your own brain and bring them up as you need them. Additionally, it's not like my family was not supportive, but my kids were young and my husband was is very reserved, so I had to build myself up throughout this journey. All right, so that's what I wrote, and I wrote this uh, maybe a couple of years ago when I was thinking back on these memories, but... Um, you know, I, I share this to say that I didn't have those affirmations. I didn't have that that positive tape, tape of encouragement and motivation. I needed, first of all, to um, hear it from other people. And this is what I got from being part of those meetings. Um, and then I was able to kind of record that into my brain. So the way that that plays out in CrossFit is, you know, when we get those fist bumps, those high fives, when you're in the you're in the middle of the workout and your coach is cheering you on, um, commenting on your performance, giving you those words of affirmation. Those are so important. These are things that you can record and put them into your own, you know, um, your own tape to bring them up as you need them going forward. Because some of us don't have that. And, um, and it's so important. Not only is it important to, to, to receive those messages, it's also important to um, to give those messages. You never know if there's somebody in the box that has never heard those kind of affirmations before. And so to also, after the WAD, to go up and say, hey, great job. I saw how you hard you were working. That's awesome. You don't know how far that could go for someone else. And um, anyway, that's that's a wonderful aspect about uh, about being in the box. And for me, I have to say that um, some of the comments I've gotten as being part of uh, my gym have really carried me. Um, I remember that I will always say that this is like the best compliment I've ever gotten as a woman is when I first started CrossFit, my CrossFit coach after um, after a workout said to me, Lita, you have a really excellent engine. And <laughs> I have to say, as a woman, I've never gotten that compliment. And it was the best compliment he was talking about, you know, the endurance that I showed during that particular wad. And, you know, I still think about that compliment because you know what, I do have a good engine. And I, I think about that anytime we're doing like one of those long wads, you know, I'm again, I'm a really short person. So to me, for me, rowing and assault bike workouts are like, I just, oh, I just dread them because I know they're going to take me way longer than everybody else. But I think about that comment. I have a good engine. You know, I can keep going. I have a, I can set a pace and I can just, um, you know, keep that pace up for a while. And, and that's the thing that's now part of my, 
my tape that, that kind of keeps me moving and keeps me encouraged. So um, very important. You know, our negative thoughts limits us, you know, um, imagine yourself in a box every time you create, you, you know, you think negatively, you kind of create a smallness, you kind of shrink that box up around yourself versus having thoughts, positive thoughts about what you can do kind of creates, uh, for lack of a better term, bigness, right? It creates a space to grow. So you just open yourself up to a possibility that you can do it. Um, so I, you know, just give that a thought and, and give that a, a, a try. Um, I want to share with you three things that I tell myself regularly. Um, if these are things that, you know, I'm not um, someone that will stand in front of the mirror and give myself affirmations, but I have um, in more recent years kind of come up with, um, I guess they're, I guess they would call them mantras, if you will. But, um, and these change for me, uh, according to what's going on in my life. But the ones that I'm currently playing in my head are, the first one is, you've done enough. Um, so I don't know about you, but I, uh, now that I'm this much older, stress affects me a lot differently. I feel like in my younger years, I was able to handle stress a lot better. And I just can't, I, I do feel like I reach kind of a limit to um, the amount of stressors that I can have going on at one time. And I kind of just reach a point where um, I, I just have to stop. And because that happens, there's some things that just aren't getting done around the house, you know, or, or just don't get done. Um, and I sometimes have these, these feelings of guilt come up. And I have to tell myself, you've done enough, because actually, I have done enough. Um, I feel like, you know, sometimes I want to keep up with my former self, and keep going and going and going. And I have to remind myself through this saying that I've done enough, I don't have to keep going, I can take a rest. And that's really important for me. Um, no one's gonna, you know, the world's not going to collapse if I don't get my laundry done, right. And uh, I just constantly play this this message. The second thing is you've showed up. And this is something I tell myself when I uh, don't really want to work out, right? Like I think that's a fallacy that some people believe that because we're CrossFitters that we wake up every morning thinking, yeah, can't wait to get there. Uh, no, right? Uh, for us, it's more discipline to get to the gym, less about excitement of actually going there, right? Sometimes we just don't feel like it. But you know what, I've showed up or other times I think about this, because I feel insecure about my performance, you know, um, I have some limitations now that I didn't used to have. And so I'm not pulling the weight that I uh, previously did. I'm not doing the skills that I used to be able to do. I'm scaling. And you're right. I, sometimes I do feel insecure about that, but you know, I remind myself again with the saying you showed up, I've showed up. I made the effort to go. I'm putting in the work, um, to my ability and that's what matters. So I showed up. That's the message that I tell myself. And the third one is look where you are. And I tell myself this, um, quite often because I forget, you know, a lot of times we forget all the years of effort that we've put into um, where we are today. 
And I think we, 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 I don't know, I don't know what it is about us as humans that we just, um, forget, you know, (laughs) um, all of our, the wonderful things that we've done. And, um, and we want to, you know, tear ourselves down today when, when really we've done so much. And um, for me, it's been 10 years that I've been on this weight loss journey. I still consider myself on this journey because I don't think I'll ever stop, um, you know, worrying about, um, you know, keeping up a healthy, um, a healthy body and all that. But uh, through these 10 years, I've lost 65 pounds and kept it off. And, um, so I tell myself, you know, remember, you know, where you, you know, what I've gone through and where you are now, like, I need to enjoy that, that I am the fittest I've ever been, that I'm the healthiest I've ever been, and that I took those steps to get here. So I remind myself that because again, sometimes I lose sight of that and, and can get negative, um, about myself. So these are my three things. I encourage you to think about what would be your messages to yourself that you could ingrain and kind of bring up, um, you know, regularly to, to encourage you and to motivate you. So just like, you know, we embrace clean living, you know, with our clean eating and all that, I think we need to do some work to clean up our, our, our tape that we have running in our minds. And, um, you know, I just wanted to say that, you know, we have many, many years ahead of us. And what I, hope for all of us is that we find more peace and more joy in our lives for um, moving forward. And sometimes we need a little help. If you feel like you're stuck with these negative emotions and feelings, I encourage you to seek therapy. I love the fact that in this day and age, therapy is no longer stigmatized and it's readily available. And um, I really encourage you to, to seek that out to see if someone can help you get out of that negative mindset, um, because it is detrimental. And like I said, we have many, many more years ahead of us. And I just wish uh, for it to be more peaceful for for all of us. We deserve it, right? We've come a long way. um, And we deserve to live uh, the rest of our our years in just um, in in a better headspace uh, with a lot more joy. All right. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Have a wonderful week. Hi guys, I wanted to get your help for the next episode. I've been coaching now for three months and I'd love to share how that's going, but I wanted to get some information from you as well. I'm curious to know what have been some of the um, positive coaching experiences that you've had over the years, as well as the not so positive ones. Um, I wanna know if you've had a great coach, what made them great? Were they super motivating? Did they help you through skill? How did they do that? And if you've had not so great coaches, why? Um, why? What didn't you like about them? Now, send that information in. No need to share names or identifying information about your coaches. We don't want to make anyone feel bad. Just want to get the information out there. And I thought it would make for a fun discussion. And um, as I share with you what I've learned so far. So anyhow, you can send this information out to CF Lady Podcast on Instagram or CrossFit Lady Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon.